This episode is brought to you by The Hartford, a leading provider of employee benefits and income protection products that is dedicated to standing behind U.S. workers to help them pursue their goals and get through tough times. For more information about The Hartford, visit thehartford.com slash employee benefits. We've also got a link in our show notes. I'm Nora McInerney, and it's going to be okay. I come from a very large family. Both of my parents had eight siblings each, and most of those siblings procreated. So when I say that I have over 50 first cousins, I'm not exaggerating. My dad was the youngest of nine, and his oldest brothers were getting married and having their own children when he was born. My dad and his brothers all served in the military, in the Army, the Navy, the Marines, in World War II, Korea, and Vietnam. That's the kind of age gap we're talking about here, one that spans multiple decades and multiple wars. This summer, my dad's brother, Roger, died at age 95. He had been married to his wife, Lou, for over 73 years. Let that sink in. Now, if the last name didn't tip you off, I grew up Irish Catholic. And there are certain things that Catholics do when a person dies and before they die. Certain rites and rituals that prepare and send the soul from this realm to the next. I could not name them all, but I've been a part of them, and I've felt their comfort even when I didn't really know what was going on. It's hard not to feel something when there's a person swinging incense around a beautiful cathedral, you know? So when Roger died, there was, of course, a funeral mass, and the burial itself was at Fort Snelling, which is the military cemetery outside of Minneapolis. I'm sure there's a more proper term for it, but, I mean, that's what it is. It's right next to the airport, very peaceful. That's where my dad is and where my father-in-law Bill is. It's where Roger's son, also named Roger, is buried. It is a benefit of serving in the armed forces that your burial and your spouse's is, I mean, basically taken care of. You get a plot, you get a simple headstone, you get about 15 minutes at the gravesite before you got to skedaddle because there are, frankly, a lot of bodies to bury. And the people who work there are always, in my experience, very kind and very respectful, but they are also on a schedule. So whatever it is that you want to do, you got to do it quick. Now, of that big family of nine children that my dad was the baby of, there are only four kids left. My aunts, Mimi and Teresa, my uncles, Morris and Denny. I couldn't make it to Roger's funeral in Minneapolis, which I, of course, would have loved to be at, and which, of course, sounds maybe weird, except that in a family the size of ours, you really only see some people at weddings or at funerals, and eventually, funerals get to be the more common gathering. And for me, funerals are kind of my preferred gathering. The music isn't as loud. 
It's normal to cry as hard as you want to. Nobody's trying to impress anybody. You just get to exist in your most human and vulnerable form. So I wasn't there, but my mother sent me the prayer card and she sent me a note. She calls these, which you might already know if you listen to the episode called Magis Snapshots, Snapshots, a little description of a scene within your day. So because I couldn't be there, my mom wrote down a little snapshot for me. It arrived via mail in her beautiful handwriting and Warning, it might make you emotional, but overall I wouldn't share it if it wasn't in the end. Also, okay. Now to the note. For August 2023. 2.42 p.m., 91 degrees Fahrenheit, mostly cloudy. Roger's burial at Fort Snelling. At the shelter... The liaison welcomes us and reviews the order of events. First, the flag ceremony with Navy personnel. When taps are played, veterans and active duty service members are invited to salute. Everyone else, place your hand over your heart. Flag ceremony, a ritual in slow motion. The Navy NCOs in crisp, blinding white uniforms. Smoothing the corners to a point each saluting the flag in turn, then handing Lou a perfect triangle. Taps. Hands on hearts. Denny sitting on the bench next to Teresa, Vivian, and Lou. He very slowly stands, salutes. If the priest had been present, certain prayers would have been recited. Denny took that role and very solemnly led the group. When finished, he took a small container of holy water from his pocket and repeated three times, Eternal rest grant unto him, O Lord. May perpetual light shine upon him, and may he rest in peace. Uncle Denny, getting his brother buried properly. That's the whole snapshot. Signed with a heart and my mother's initials. And even though I wasn't there... I can see it. I can see that kind of love as though it's right in front of me. Not a goodbye for them, but a see you later, and that perpetual light and eternal rest. I'm Nora McInerney. And it's going to be okay. And every day we bring you a brand new okay thing. And sometimes they're a little sad, but usually they're pretty silly. I don't know, guys. I was in charge of this one. And it just felt like something beautiful to share with all of you. We love to share your okay things. And you can email them to us either as a voice memo or as just a regular old email. IGTBO at feelingsand.co. It's Going to Be Okay is a production of Feelings & Co. We are an independent podcast production. Our team is Marcel Malikibu, Megan Palmer, Claire McInerney, and Michelle Plantin. Our theme music is by Secret Audio.
This episode of It's Going to Be Okay was brought to you by The Hartford. Employee benefits have always been hard to understand. They're even tough for employers to explain, which just makes it worse for people like you and me. The Hartford knows there's a better way. They're a leading group benefits provider that's using familiar language to get straight to the point when it comes to the benefits they offer. Because if your benefits sound confusing, who's going to know how to actually use them? Learn more at thehartford.com benefits.